0: Welcome, friends! I'm your host, Adrian, and yes, you found us, Tea with Puppets, a podcast about Canadian stamp collecting. Yeah! This is episode number five. Today we'll be talking about selected stamps created by Canada Post to honor all those who serve, who have served, and those who have sacrificed in maintaining our freedoms. Yes, today we'll be talking about the stamps that commemorate Remembrance Day, November 11th. Hello friends, today we're going to be talking about Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day began in the Commonwealth following a tradition inaugurated by King George V in 1919. It was started to recall the end of the hostilities of World War I, when hostilities formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, in accordance with the armistice signed by all parties. Today, every November 11th, Canadians coast to coast at 11am local time, take a moment to remember all those who made the sacrifice for our freedom. The official national ceremonies are held at the National War Memorial in Ottawa. These are presided over by the Governor-General of Canada and attended by the Prime Minister along with other dignitaries and public observers. You will also notice many Canadians wear red poppies on their lapels at the start of November. This emblem of Remembrance Day has been custom due to the poem In Flanders Fields, written by Canadian Physician Lieutenant Colonel John McCrae. Now that you have some background, let's jump into the stamps the Canada Post has issued over the years. As is the case in every episode, you can click on the link in the podcast description to be taken to our show notes to see all the stamps we'll be talking about today. So first up, we're going to talk about the stamp issued related to the Memorial Chamber, a commemorative stamp issued in 1938 as part of the Pictorials issue. Opened in 1928, the Memorial Chamber is located in the third floor of the Peace Tower in Canada's Parliament Buildings. It was originally built to honor those who fought in the first world war but its scope has since been expanded to include key events in canadians military history from 1866 to present the memorial chamber remains a beautifully crafted room with a vaulted ceiling stained glass windows and intricate carvings depicting canada's record of war the centerpiece of the chamber is the main altar for the first world war book of remembrance the steps on which the altar rests are made of some stone quarried from flanders fields Inlaid into the floor surrounding the steps are brass nameplates handcrafted from spent shells found on the battlefield, recording the major actions in which Canadians took part in, especially during World War I. Upon the altar is a glass top case of finely-tooled brass and small statuettes of angels kneeling at each corner. Within this case rests the first World War Book of Remembrance, set on a special balancing lectern so that the pages are always level and easily readable through the protective glass. In it are inscribed the names of 66,655 individuals who lost their lives in the First World War. This book was not completed until 1942, when the world was embroiled in yet another global conflict, the Second World War. The remaining six books are displayed resting on their respective altars around the room, and the Second World War Book of Remembrance is positioned against the southern wall. Now, following the footsteps of this stamp, honoring one monument, was a stamp in 1939 depicting the National War Memorial, The National War Memorial, also known as The Response, is a cenotaph symbolizing the sacrifice of all Canadian armed force personnel who have served Canada in time of war, in the cause of peace and freedom, past, present, and future. The memorial is the site of the National Remembrance Day Ceremony on November 11th. As we mentioned, a stamp was issued in 1939 to honor this memorial, and Canada Post revisited the statue in 2009 with an issue called Lest We Forget, with a close-up photograph of the National War Memorial. Next, we move to our next stamp. In 1968, Canada Post commemorated the 50th anniversary of the Armistice ending the First World War and features the Vimy Memorial. The Canadian National Vimy Memorial is a memorial site in France dedicated to the memory of the Canadian Expeditionary Force members killed during the First World War. It also serves as the place of commemoration for First World War Canadian soldiers killed or presumed dead in France who have no known grave. The Battle for Vimy is an important moment in Canadian history. Fighting together for the first time, four Canadian divisions seized Vimy Ridge on April 2, 1917, after four days of ferocious combat. More than 10,500 Canadians were killed and wounded in the assault, but they had succeeded where two previous attempts by the Allies had failed to dislodge the enemy from their heavily fortified position. For many, this Canadian victory was a turning point in the war and the beginning of a sense of national pride separate from the Commonwealth. Next year is the hundredth anniversary of this victory, so I'm pretty sure Canada Post will have some special issues to honor this sacrifice. Also in 1968, Canada Post honored Dr. John McCrae, 50 years after his death. He is known as the author of the poem in Flanders Field. His famous poem was written April, 1915. The day after one of his closest friends was killed in the second battle of Ypres, where this world saw the first use of chemical warfare in the form of chlorine gas. His friend, along with thousands of others, were buried in makeshift graves marked with simple wooden crosses and wild poppies, which had already begun to bloom between them. Dr. John McRae would die of pneumonia and meningitis three years later, on January 28, 1918. His poem in Flanders Field and the symbol of the poppy has carried on. The poppy has been adopted as the flower of remembrance for the war dead of Britain, France, the United States, Canada, and many other Commonwealth countries. In 2015 dr john McCrae's poem in flanders field was commemorated by canada post on its 100th anniversary with a beautiful souvenir sheet with a hand scripted image of the entire poem in the author's handwriting as well as images featuring a soldier silhouette and shadowed crosses against a red poppy this comes from the five stamps on the sheet designed by janice carter and teresha kapoor of q30 the stamp is based on the iconic imagery drawn from the lines of the poem with images of crosses row and row of singing larks and of the fragile red poppy which appears with the permission of the royal canadian legion a five-stamp mini-pane features the poem in the author's handwriting in a version that varies slightly from that made famous when it was first published on december 8, 1915 in the london-based magazine punch the poem known by many canadians goes like so in flanders field the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place and in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly Scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead short days ago. We lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow. Loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from falling hands we throw. The torch be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. It's simply chilling reading that poem. The final stamp we'll discuss today is a 2014 stamp issued from Canada Post on October 4th, 2014, named Wait For Me Daddy. It is a copy of the famous photo Wait For Me Daddy, one of the most famous Canadian photos from the Second World War. Taken October 1st, 1940, in New Westminster, B.C. by Canadian photographer Claude P. Detloff, it captures the raw emotion of a little boy reaching for one more moment with his father, who's marching off to war. The five-year-old boy was later identified as Warren Whitey Bernard, running out of his mother's grasp to his father the picture was picked up all over the world getting major exposure in life magazine it was also so well known in fact it hung in every school in british columbia during the war the city of new westminster commissioned a bronze statue honoring the photo to be placed at the bottom of 8th street in hayek square and the city unveiled the statue on october 4, 2014. this stamp issued coincided with the unveiling of the statue In the media coverage published about the commemoration of the statue, we learned that the father of the little boy did in fact survive the war, but did divorce his wife when he returned. But this is not the only story from this sole picture. In the left-hand side of the photograph, the third woman behind Whitey's mother wearing a dark long coat and staring directly toward the camera is Agnes Confortin, née Power, who had accompanied her friend, Phyllis Deem, that day to see the young men of Westminster off. Even with the limited resolution of the photo, Agnes's somber expression reflects her concern for her two brothers, Wilfred and Larry Power, who had already enlisted in the Nova Scotia Highlanders. Larry returned to Canada in 1944 with severe post-traumatic stress disorder. Wilfred was killed in action in March 1945 near Arnhem as part of the Canadian force's preparation for the liberation of Arnhem in April 1945. And thus, within this photograph, commemorated by this stamp, Several stories of wartime Canada unfolded. Stories of bravery, sorrow, heartache, and pride. So that's all for the stamps we'll review today. I know there are many more stamps honoring the men and women in uniform, so I hope you'll take the time to check them out. For example, there's a stamp in 1975 commemorating the 50th anniversary of the formation of the Royal Canadian Legion. The Legion is the largest community service organization in Canada, providing important services to veterans and the community at large. It is also important to note, since June 30th, 1948, the Royal Canadian Legion has the responsibility to safeguard the poppy as a sacred symbol as decreed through an act of Parliament. The Legion was granted trademark copyright of the poppy symbol in Canada to ensure that the largest veterans organization in the country would be able to act in preserving the poppy as a sacred symbol of the sacrifice of our veterans. If you are looking for a Remembrance Day issue this year, Canada Post will not let you down. This year, Canada Post has released a series of 10 commemorative envelopes celebrating various anniversaries of regiments in Canada. I'll place a link in the show notes so you can check them out too. So that's it for the fifth episode. Thank you for spending your time with me and sharing this show with your friends. If you're looking for more info about the show, make sure to check us out at teawithpuppets.com. To see the show notes, click on the show notes image in the top right corner of the website or in the link found in the description of this episode. If you have any podcast feedback, ideas for guests, cool stories, or more, we'd love to hear it from you too. You can email us over at feedback at teawithpuppets.com with anything you like. Finally, before I forget, we are currently surveying our listeners to learn more about you please take a few minutes and visit our website and click on the listener survey link found on the homepage. Once again, thanks for listening and we hope you'll join us again for our next show. Have a super rest of the day and happy collecting.